Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom's weight management programs are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Scott Chu. Yo, everybody, and welcome to the First Pitch Podcast. We're happy to welcome you back after a great all-star break. Hope you enjoyed the break as much as I did. We'll get right to it. I got a ton of injuries and transactions for you. We'll start out with Jordan Alvarez is activated. He should be immediately inserted back into all lineups as a top 10 hitter. He has some nice matchups today as well. Also activated Ian Kennedy, which is a lot less interesting. He's probably going to go to the back end of the Diamonds. Diamondbacks bullpen or something. I don't know. Uh, so also with Domingo Herman, if you haven't heard, will get the ball for the Yankees in place of Luis Severino. He will start game two today against the Astros. Mike Moustakis was activated by the Reds, but that's really a wait and see situation in every mixed league. NL only is the only one who should really be acting on that right now. The Royals set their roster back in order over the break. So if you did grab someone like Nick Prado as a speculative ad in any redraft league, you can throw him back for now. A couple guys hitting the IL. Mike Trout, he's dealing with some rib cage swelling. He shouldn't be out all too long. Chris Sale had surgery on his broken pinky because he's got terrible luck. Looks like he won't be back for a month. Harold Ramirez broke his thumb. He'll probably miss about a month or so. And then Dominic Smith hurt his ankle, though he's not particularly relevant in most formats. Also, a couple guys that have been on rehab. Here's the thing with Yasmani Grandal. He's got a 1.179 OPS in nine AAA rehab games. And you'd think that'd mean he's crushing the ball, but it's actually not the case. He does have two home runs in those nine games, but the fact is he's got a 579 OBP and a 600 slug. It tells you he's getting to first base a lot, not a whole lot else. He has 13 walks uh, to four strikeouts in AAA, so... Uh, He'll likely be activated soon, but I'm still really concerned about the power here. Tyler Molly uh, was on rehab. He's been assigned to Sunday's game for the Reds, so be sure to activate him in time if you need to, that spot start. Also, George Kirby, who's been up and down lately, is slated to start next Tuesday, though it remains to be seen how long he'll stay in the rotation uh, because they're really trying to control his innings right now. We heard back that Michael Brantley of the Astros has not improved really much at all since landing on the IL, so he is still without a timeline. He is a tough guy to keep on your ILs right now. Uh, So if you're in a real crunch, I can understand why that cut might happen. Really unsure when he comes back. Lance McCullers Jr. of the Astros does get his uh, start tomorrow in AA for Corpus Crispy. That'll be really interesting to hear about, or if you're lucky, you can go and watch him. Jesus Lazardo also beginning a rehab assignment on Friday, so we'll be looking forward to that. We're still waiting to hear about the start of a rehab assignment for my fellow ginger, Dustin May, but we should be hearing about that soon, so keep close eye on that. 
Also, quite frankly, we're going to get a ton of updates tonight and tomorrow for all the other teams who play since only eight teams are playing today. So keep your eye out for news on guys who maybe ended last weekend day to day like Eloy Jimenez or Lewis Robert and guys that are also still nearing a return or a rehab assignment like Sal Perez, Edward Cabrera, David Fletcher, and the previously mentioned Yasmani Grandal. I think a lot of that news comes out today during the day and in the afternoon evening also tomorrow morning. So really keep your eye on that. Now, speaking of the all-star break again, I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. I had three real takeaways. Number one, Shohei Otani is incredible. And just the way other players talk about Shohei Otani, I think tells you a lot about how great he is. Seriously, if you get a chance to watch him, I think you got to do it. This is a generational type talent. Speaking of generational type talent, I hope you all got a chance to see what Julio Rodriguez can do with the bat. This kid is so exciting in every single possible way. This Seattle team could get really good really fast. Also of note, Jared Kelenic, while he's been down in AAA, is absolutely mashing. Check out the hitter list that came out today. He's in my taxi squad right now. You can see why I'm so excited about what Jared Kelenic's doing in the minors. But Julio Rodriguez, he's got speed. He's got all the power in the world. I bet he wins that home run derby if he doesn't have to hit in the first round every time or in the first half. So, uh, I mean, he's just going to be amazing. And you should be every bit as excited about him as you as your heart wants you to be. And then also every narrative about the home run derby and in-season performance that you've likely heard, take that with a big heaping handful of salt unless you hear the players say it themselves. You'll notice that Shohei Otani held himself out of the all- of the home run derby. He mentioned that it's because it, you know it's not right for his body, things like that. There are real narratives that can come out of the home run derby. However, the one that it's, oh, he messed up his swing in the home run derby, Ignore that every time until the player says it himself, uh, simply because uh, it's not really supported by data over the last several years. There's tons of articles out there that you can check out, but go ahead. Make sure you're really not buying into that too much. Speaking of, I want to talk about second half splits as well. Second half splits are an interesting thing, but my advice to you would be to largely ignore them. They're pretty unreliable because when they do happen, there's usually a much better explanation. Health is a huge one, and the All-Star break can either help that or in some cases worsen it. I don't think that happened this year, but every once in a while you hear about a guy tweaking a shoulder or something in the All-Star game. Didn't hear that so far, but it's a really also a good time for players to make certain adjustments. But tracking adjustments isn't easy. But there is a tool you can use, one of my favorites. It's the rolling chart. Apologies for everyone rolling your eyes by all the times I talk about these, but they're really one of the best ways to track player adjustments, and a bunch of players have been trying to make adjustments over the last week. So uh, a couple ways to do this. Number one, StatCast Baseball Savant does have a rolling expected WOBA leaderboard. It's pretty cool. It tells you about the players who've had the biggest jumps maybe over the last 50 plate appearances, 250 plate appearances, that kind of thing. So some interesting names that you can see there. But one of my favorite ones, and it's actually the one that can catch changes faster than something like Rolling X Wobo, which relies on uh, more tangible results with the bat, is rolling strikeout and walk rate charts. You can get them from Fangraphs or you can get them from Baseball Savant. They're really un- easy to understand and they're intuitive. It's just you'll see how a guy's strikeout rate over a certain sample size, maybe 50 plate appearances or 10 games, so his strikeout rate over his last 50 plate appearances, over his last 10 games, how it changes over time, right? So this is really baking in sample size and trends at the same time. So when you do that, you'll see players trend up and down all the time, but you'll start finding patterns worth your attention. A good example would be Julio Rodriguez's rolling strikeout rate chart. It's been on Twitter a few times. I really recommend you look it up. If you don't know how, hit me up on Twitter at if the chew fits. Uh, Definitely go and do that. 
just you'll see why we're so excited about the way he's adjusted to the league. It's a much better way to understand that than something like year to year or month to month strikeout rates because those are still a bit random. They don't necessarily show you the trend. So that rolling chart, it's really dynamic. It tells you how players are adjusting to things like the league's pitching and Julio Rodriguez. I really hope you all get a chance to use that tool. But with Hey, Alex Fast here, and thanks for listening to this podcast on the Pitcher List Podcast Network. If you're a fan, consider supporting all of us by getting a PL Plus subscription, where you're going to get an ad-free website and get access to our Discord, where you can talk to all of our podcast hosts and staff. Plus, you can hang out with our incredible Pitcher List community. It's basically a baseball sanctuary year-round for as low as $8 a month. You can sign up at pitcherlist.com backslash plus, and you're going to get your first month free with promo code podcast. Also, don't forget to check out everything else we do as well from YouTube videos, live streams, newsletters, off-season articles, TikToks, breakdowns, over 15 baseball podcasts on our network. We can't stop talking about baseball even during the off-season. So sign up for PL Plus today at pitcherlist.com backslash plus and use promo code podcast to get your first month free. All right. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. We will take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Yo, everybody, welcome back. It is Scott Chu for a second, but I'm going to hand it over to our guy, Mark, for the weather for today's games. Mark, take it away. Thank you very much. It's great to have baseball on Thursday after the All-Star break. Well, obviously, the lockout uh, slash delayed start has something to do with that. But we have a couple games tomorrow. None will have any weather concerns. First off, doubleheader in Houston. That roof will be closed. It's blazing hot. Doubleheader in Oakland. It's going to be typical Oakland weather, maybe a few degrees warmer than normal. Uh, Game in Miami. Roof will be closed. And last but not least, uh, game in the LA land uh, right where the all-star game was held and it's just going to be a little bit warmer than normal but besides that no rain issues whatsoever I'll talk to you tomorrow thank you thank you Mark your weather insights are always greatly appreciated I'll do a real quick preview of today's games there's not a whole lot going on we got a lot of games but only eight teams playing as far as streaming pitching is concerned I'm definitely looking at Tarek Skubal against the Oakland A's because I love Skubal and I think this is a great matchup for him I think that he may have made some adjustments over that all-star break and I think he can be really good John Gray if he's available against the Miami Marlins they are prone to strikeouts and John Gray John Gray can throw them Domingo Herman against the Houston Astros he is back he's been dominating in his rehab assignments he has a sub one ERA in those starts however this will be a bit of a challenge for him with the Astros but he is widely available and is on a team that can win a lot of games so even if you don't love him for this start you may want him for future starts and then Garrett Hill the other Tigers pitcher going against the Oakland A's I think that he can be a lot better than he showed against the White Sox and we can get a performance more like what he did against the Guardians in his debut on the hitting side, despite the fact I'm recommending both Tigers pitchers, I do still like Ramon Laureano. I'm not sure there's going to be a ton of runs scored by either team in these games. That doesn't mean they can't get hits or stolen bases. Ramon Laureano can do that. He's been hitting a lot better of late. So definitely looking at that. Of course, Matt Carpenter and Aaron Hicks of the Yankees, they have been on fire. Carpenter's been the best hitter on the planet in the month of July. Hicks not that far behind him. I think both of them can, uh, they've got tough matchups in those Houston Astros pitchers, but 
Both those Houston Astros pitchers are right-handed. That gives the switch-hitting Hicks and the left-handed hitting Matt Carpenter a good chance. Plus, they've got great matchups for the rest of the weekend as well uh, because it's all right-handed pitching. So definitely look at them. And then I actually like the Astros hitters against Jordan Montgomery and Domingo Herman. I think a few of them can definitely make some things happen. I'll take be taking a close look at those lineups to see if there's anything maybe in DFS that you can take advantage of. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Again, my name is Scott Chu. You can find me on Twitter at IfTheChewFits. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you had a great all-star break. Hope you have a great second half, and we will see you next time. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.